Hi, and welcome to today's episode. Throughout this episode, we'll be exploring why, throughout the education system, elements of curiosity and what it means to be a curious learner have been reduced and taken away in pursuit of exams and data. Also, we'll be delving into why it's important to foster and nurture curiosity way beyond reception and the sandpit and into key stage two, key stage three and key stage four to inspire lifelong learning. curiosity you might think of a little child taking a ball and dropping it and then waddling over picking it up again and dropping it and you might think back to when you were younger and you were full of questions and you would say why 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 and your parents would get so sick of you asking why and in education curiosity is First of all, encouraged. When a child goes to nursery or to reception, there is stuff everywhere. They have messy trays out with dinosaurs hidden in the sand. You've got paint going on. You've got outdoor areas where the kids are encouraged to play outdoors as much as possible. You've got teachers running around after them with clipboards trying to just write anything down that they're saying or any questions that they're posing about the world around them. And if you were to step into a nursery or a reception class, typically more a nursery though, you would see a hive of activity and a hive of excitement as the children all together. Understanding the world and understanding themselves within that world. But then reception starts to creep in and key stage one, so that's year one and two when they're around four to the age of seven and it's more encouraged for them to sit on the carpet and learn more and look at the teacher and then complete a worksheet there are not many schools in place at the moment that encourage that deep dive curiosity that is so prevalent in reception and nursery schools and there are many reasons why but On the whole, it's the curriculum that stifles curiosity and teachers are really scared to break away from the realms of having written things just in case Ofsted knocks on the door or if the head teacher wants to scrutinise books. There's a lot of lack of curiosity in schools and the issue with this is that at the age of four you have all these questions arising from children and it's encouraged by educators but more and more children are encouraged or discouraged really to ask questions and it's really disheartening especially when I hear of sixth form students GCSE students who are discouraged in some classrooms not all to even raise their hand and ask a question so on the whole curiosity is fundamental to learning and 
if you are discouraging any of your students from taking part in elements of curiosity, they're probably not going to learn very much. I think it's really common and most people understand that if you are just spoken to all the time and consistently, you're never really understood and you never really learn in the way that then if you were to investigate something and go and seek out the truth yourself. And so I think curiosity higher up the schools in terms of secondary schools, key stage two, and even A-levels, the curriculum should be taught in a flipped learning sense. And there was a guy called Salman Khan, and he wrote a book called The One World Schoolhouse. He had this idea, which was actually funded by Google back in around 2010, to create an online platform whereby students could go away and learn key skills in mathematics through his videos and his online school. And then in the classroom, that would be investigated and deep dives and there would be lots of problem solving involved and around those kind of topics. They didn't really get off to a flying start, uh, but this the um, his Khan Academy is used globally now and has been used for many years and it's still funded as far as I know by Google to enhance students capabilities and maximize their learning the whole idea of curiosity is very tricky though to instigate within the realms of the current curriculum and the current schooling Not very often are children asked to give their own views and perspectives about what they're learning. And I encourage as much discussion and debate as physically possible within the realms of English, maths and science, which is uh, which are the subjects I mostly teach. Um, But students aren't really encouraged to discuss their own ideas or even have a point of view within these topics, because I think traditionally maths, especially in science, is seen as a very black and white subject. When in actual fact, if you look up the definition of science, it's seeking the truth through repeated investigation and measure. And without the element of curiosity being thrown into the mix of a science lesson, it can be really dry and dull. And students often lack connection between different topics. For example, if you study chemistry and you don't even understand how an atom or element functions within the realms of our world how are you supposed to understand bonding or how things are mixed and how they stick to each other curiosity should also be encouraged through speech and learning and having students be able to give their own perspective and their own voice in a world where it's often very noisy and it's hard for students to voice their own opinion, be heard, and also feel like their opinion is valid and as valid as somebody else's, is also crucial. In the current political climate that we are living in, you're either kind of left-wing or right-wing and there's no intermediate, there's no difference. If you speak on one perspective, you're kind of not supposed to have a different perspective to that. And if we don't start encouraging curiosity about big world events as well within our education system, then there's this huge danger of, and it's already happening, of kids getting into a rabbit hole with social media and never really being curious about what it is they're watching, who it is that they're listening to or watching, and why they have their own opinions. 
And if you're listening to this and you are a parent, it's probably a good idea to ask your children or your teenagers why they follow a particular train of thought or why they are interested in what they're interested in because it will get them thinking and it will get them to question themselves. And I think it was Socrates that said that unexamined life is not worth living. And I think if you're not curious about the world around you and you're not curious about the choices you're making and the decisions that are basically governing you, then you may lack the idea that you are an individual and that you have your own purpose. These are really deep ideas, but within the realms of education at the moment, they're kind of stunted. The growth of curiosity in young minds is not often very much encouraged. And it should be because all children have the enormous potential to be something and to do something that is beyond the realms of their own imagination. And if they're able to have that voice, to be encouraged to explore the world around them, then they'll be able to. My little girl's school has a forest school element to it on one afternoon a week. And they are able to just explore the natural environment because it's set in a little village. And she loves it. She loves getting dirty and finding bugs and they make fires. And it's kind of very much away from traditional curriculum. But they're able to explore bugs and dirt and what happens if we put loads of water down this mud uh, and run all over it. And they often come back really muddy. But one of the things I really like about the school that she goes to is that they have this really deep ethos of all children from reception, nursery, up until year six, being able to have that afternoon or that morning outside, irrespective of the weather. And a lot of schools obviously can't facilitate this because they don't have the areas to do so or the trained teachers in forest school to do so. But that element of curiosity being played out every single week is nurturing something wonderful in all these children and they'll hopefully appreciate nature for the rest of their lives and feel connected to it and even just being able to explore what things how things work um, every week in different patterns of weather and changing seasons will be something that they'll remember for the rest of their lives Curiosity can also be fostered in other ways and bringing in experts is one way, but it can be quite expensive for schools. So another way is literally just to have discussions and debate. I've mentioned before that I run a debate club in uh, the school that my daughter goes to. And it's so wonderful hearing the different perspectives from all the kids because they're from a range of different backgrounds. And they have a range of different understandings of the world with they come with their own opinions, which is basically their parents' opinions about the world. And throughout the course of a discussion or a debate, they're able to change their own opinion and be curious and ask questions if they disagree or agree with someone else. They're able to seek out the truth in their minds based on that discussion. And the kids really love having a voice and being heard. And I think... If schools did more of this kind of Socratic form of education, which is kind of them questioning and exploring questions themselves, that curiosity would build 
more lifelong learners. And ultimately, I think school should not end at GCSEs or A-levels or university. It should end when the person ends, essentially, to put it bluntly, because unless you're constantly learning, you're going to remain stagnant. And there are some kids that you can see are stuck in this rut of, I don't relate to this education. I don't relate to anything on the curriculum. I'm uninspired. And then they begin to switch off. And I cannot tell you the amount of kids I'm meeting right now who are so uninspired by what they're learning about in school, because there's no curiosity. There's no questioning. There's no interacting with anything. Most teachers at the moment in secondary schools, as far as I can gather, are just putting PowerPoints up and reading from them. And they're not even encouraging questioning in their classes. It just seems really crazy that we're facing this teacher, you know, retention issue within our secondary schools, but we're not helping the teachers that are in it to enjoy their job more. I mean, if I was putting PowerPoints up all the time and just reading off them, I think I would lose interest in my job very, very quickly. And I'd feel very, very stressed because I can imagine that the behavior in those classes are declining at an enormous rate. And why, you know, of course they would. There are so many children who have things like ADHD, ADD, um, that don't want to go to school. And it's because there's such a disconnect between their real lives at home where they do have the ability to search things and deep dive into a topic and school where they are not encouraged to do that. So ultimately, if you have a child who is not enjoying school, why don't you see what topics they're doing within, if it's physics or chemistry, or maybe it's an English text they just don't like, and see what's around or out there to make them curious and ask them about a character like who is Lady Macbeth? And when you deep dive into a character like Lady Macbeth, for example, is she's quite fascinating. And when you deep dive into the people who won the Nobel Prizes, because a lot of the science that you will learn at Key Stage 3 and Key Stage 4 is off the back of a lot of research from scientists. When you hear about the stories of some of these scientists, like Marie Curie, um, you start to connect with it a bit more and you start to realise that behind this very dull page of the textbook, there's a whole story about how a lady got fell in love and she went against her father's wishes to learn and she had to find a university at the time that would allow a woman to learn physics and she became, you know, the top of her class, fell in love and then she found with her husband the idea of radiation. Without that finding, without that woman, we would not have a greater understanding of chemotherapy, radiotherapy, x-rays. And so when you look at stories and become a storyteller and become curious about the root causes of things, it's much easier to, easier, sorry, to relate to these things and also to unpick it and to learn about it. So I hope that this has inspired you to become curious about something or to unlock in some way curiosity in all your students and your kids if you ever need any advice on any of this stuff uh this is what I do for a living so do send me a message or email and until next time have a lovely week